At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Hour three of VSIN Prime Time. We are presented by DraftKings alongside Jonathan Von Tobel. I am Tim Murray. We've got championship weekend upon us as the San Francisco 49ers will host the Detroit Lions. Detroit for, I believe, the second time in franchise history in the NFC Championship game. Right now, that is a touchdown spread in favor of the San Francisco 49ers. And then the AFC Championship, the Baltimore Ravens, right now at Circa, a four-point favorite against the Kansas City Chiefs. To help us break those games down, get some coaching perspective as well, we bring in our good friend, a long-time offensive coordinator at many stops, including most recently Colorado, where he was the interim head coach there it is mike sanford uh mike uh, i've asked this question to a lot of people so far this week when you look at the four games we watched this weekend was there anything that changed your opinion on the four remaining teams whether it be a good thing or a bad thing moving forward well you guys know this i was not a believer in the chiefs because of the surrounding cast around patrick mahomes and I became a believer uh, <laughs> two week, two weekends of uh, playoff victory. I'm a believer in Patrick Mahomes. I'm a believer, you know, in, in, in this chiefs team, their defense being the catalyst for, for keeping them in every ball game throughout the course of the year where their, their offensive skill players played horrifically. Um, and, you know, it just seems like Patrick Mahomes, just like every other great quarterback, uh, elite quarterback, they just make people around them better. Uh, and it's starting to show up a little bit, uh, maybe not with the huge numbers through the air, but just productivity. I think that they are the real deal. Uh, the one thing that caught my eye in this game, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, just the way he's running the football. But if you did notice uh, late in that game on, I think it was his 29 yard uh, scamper. He was, he was knocked out of bounds. He landed funny on that left, left knee. So I think it's just something to watch as, as, as this thing gets closer to game time, he, he did come back and play, but um, it, it was one of those knee buckling type of situations that I, 
if, if that happened to a team I was coaching, a, a player that I was coaching on that team, uh, I would be like, that's not that's not a good sign. So because uh, I think he is also extremely critical to to the Chiefs and what they do offensively. So I've, I'm really big. Like I would agree with you, Mike, like I I'm hook, line and sinker. I was like, dude, winners just win sometimes. And Mahomes is, is that guy. And it seems to be the case. However, part of me does want to be realistic about this and look at the two opponents that he faced and two defenses that were kind of littered with injuries, right? We know what's going on with Miami. We know what's going on with Buffalo. Is there a shot that this team runs into a brick wall? That is this Ravens defense. And all of a sudden looks like the chiefs offense that has been scuffling for most of the year. Those are really good points. I mean, I think the dolphins, I still think, uh, them fully healthy was one of the best four teams in the NFL, uh, but they just, you know, it started the Jalen, Jalen Phillips and it just continued to get worse and worse with Chubb. Um, yeah, they were a shell of their defense. Uh, and, you know, I do think that, you know, the bills, I mean, they were playing with, with practice squad players and then they got hurt in the game. So you have a really valid point there, JBT, that, I think we got to wait and see because Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, but um, are some of these other skill players that have started to emerge? Rushy Rice has looked really good. Um, are they going to step up in a big moment? Uh, I think that's to be seen. Uh, I think that Baltimore's defense, as we all know, is just absolutely legitimate. Roquan Smith is doing things that not many humans on planet Earth can do since Ray Lewis. Um, <laughs> and, and I think that they are a real defense. And they have a mentality that is is something to watch. They're they're the bully right now. If, if you're looking at the four teams teams that remain, you know, in this in this championship weekend, the Ravens are the undoubted title holder of being the bully uh, on the block. And and I think that the you know the Lions want to have that title, but I don't think that they play that style of football on both sides of the, of the ball all the time to say that they're the bully. Mike Sanford joining us here on VEASAN Primetime. So, Mike, if you're sitting in the offensive room in Kansas City, Andy Reid, uh, Matt Nagy, obviously Patrick Mahomes will have his input as well. From a coaching standpoint, what does Mike McDonald, the off defensive coordinator for Baltimore, do so well? What makes his defense so unique from, from your vantage point? Tim, funny you ask. I faced him uh, when he was at Michigan. So yeah. I have seen Mike McDonald. Uh, you know, I think he comes from that Don Brown uh, tree, but then a major NFL influence as well. I think that the the Don Brown side of him is just the the pressures that you see are, are not conventional. They're, they're very different. They're very unique. Um, they might show it from one side and bring it completely different side. You know, Don Brown was one of those magicians with pressures. Um, and I think that McDonald's doing a lot of those same things, but then he has a lot of background in the national football league. And uh, I think that anytime you're playing against a, a defense coached by, by him and from that tree, uh, you better prepare and have a great protection plan with regards to how you're going to make decisions. Now, I do think Patrick Mahomes, you know, obviously he's done it at a very high level. I mean, this is a six consecutive AFC championship, which is just mind blowing that that's his entire career in the National Football League as a starter has all ended in at least an AFC championship berth. So he knows what he's looking at. He knows how to study it. He knows how to get everybody in the right spot. But what makes Patrick Mahomes unique is maybe even if you, you know, Mike uh, McDonald kind of fools him. I think McDonald, you know, I think that Mahomes is going to go do something, do the triple pirouette that he always does in the pocket, spin out of it, and then find some no-name receiver that's wide open. And I just think that that's what's going to happen in this game. I Until somebody slays the dragon, which 
Josh Allen had a chance to slay his personal dragon. And now here we are with Lamar Jackson with his opportunity to slay the dragon, which comes in, you know, the, the form of Patrick Mahomes. And until somebody does that, uh, I won't believe it's going to be done. And somebody's got to do it at some point. I just don't know if it's going to be this weekend. No name receivers, Marcus Valdez Gambling, Rashi Rice catching strays, wondering like, what do we do to what do we do, Mike Sanford? Uh, That's ball. Right, yeah. That's ball. You've, you've had 17 weeks to show us yep. regular season. Uh, all right, I want to go to the NFC Championship game too. Uh, but you're obviously you work with a lot of quarterbacks, Mike. What'd you see from Brock Purdy? Was it the tiny hands in the rain, or was there something else uh, to that performance? Tiny hands, you know, smells like yep. cabbage. Um, there was a little bit of that for sure. Um, I don't think he looked comfortable. I, even the fact that there was uh, gloves on, gloves off, you know, I think there was some staring at hands. So I think it was a mental um, game that was being played with Brock Purdy and just gripping the football. You know, he didn't look comfortable either in the pocket, you know, for a good a good chunk of that game. He made a couple wow throws and everybody's citing the one uh, ridiculous throw that was over the outstretched hand, um, you know, of an under coverage defender for the Packers as like he's this amazing quarterback. I think he's a very good quarterback, but um, let's just call a spade a spade. You know, he is. I think he's the fourth most talented quarterback that remains in the playoffs. But I also think that he is a dog. I think he's got a mentality to find ways to win football games. Now, on the other side of this, Jared Goff is, I think right now, his game is the best pure passer, the best pure thrower in professional football. And I think that includes, I think includes Patrick Mahomes. I think it includes Lamar Jackson. You watch Jared Goff and the way that he's fitting balls in. He is just, he is on fire. And what he can do from his elbow to the end of his fingertip is mind-blowing. Uh, as a passer. And of course he, he lacks the mobility. Everybody else that remains has mobility, but right now Ben Johnson's done such a good job of getting the ball out of his hands and getting the ball in what I believe is the biggest dog remaining at receiver in these playoffs. And that's Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, you mentioned Ben Johnson. He's the hot name right now. Um, you know, if you look at betting odds, he, he, it seems like he's going to head to Washington, but we'll see. Regardless, he'll probably be a head coach this cycle. What about Ben Johnson? As a offensive mind like yourself, Mike, when you watch how this offense has performed in Detroit, what stands out about Ben Johnson, and how do the Lions and Ben Johnson win on Sunday in the Bay Area? I think it starts with the balance. They have a tremendous run game. They have obviously two great backs, but just creatively, I mean, I was watching uh, Panay Sewell uh, pull and, and bluff a defensive end uh, in that defensive end dang near froze and almost fell down on his way to just blow up a, a second level defender. I just love their run game. I love the multiplicity of it, but I also love what Ben Johnson does with targeting his best players, his playmakers, what he's done with Sam Laporta, you know, what he's, what he's doing, you know, in real time with um, Amon Ross St. Brown, who wasn't a household name coming into this, you know, into the NFL from the draft. And when he was drafted, I think he does such a good job of, of a combination of the run pass balance um, targeting his, I think his playmakers in critical situations, but also playing to the strengths of Jared Goff. I mean, you're getting the ball out of his hands quickly. You're getting him in rhythm. And if there's a, a blitz heavy team, you know, you see the screen game with unbelievable motions and return motions. Uh, I think that Ben Johnson's paid his dues in the National Football League and is truly, I'd say he's the best play caller that I've seen this year consistently over the entirety of the, of the season. So can we trust him then to operate here and get this Lions offense to to do something against this 49ers defense catching seven? I believe so. I, I have the Lions winning this game. And the reason I do is I just watched what the Packers did with the credibly young team, you know, a, a quarterback that's making, you know, only a second playoff start 
Um, and, and, you know, did extremely well. I think the thing that, that stood out to me is everybody said that the Packers weren't going to be able to run the football and you see Aaron Jones with just yet another yeoman like hundred yard game. I think that the combination, the best two headed monster backfield in all the national football league, I think it's going to show up. Uh, Montgomery, um, you know, he is, he is a dude that can just run through arm tackles and then you bring in the change of pace back. Uh, I think that this is a tremendous uh, opportunity for the lions to assert themselves as what they want to be as a bully, but then also have the ability to throw the ball down the field. Uh, I'm, I'm buying stock in the lions because of what they've done consistently throughout this year. So do we have courtesy of Mike Sanford? Is it a Detroit lions, Kansas city Chiefs super bowl here in Las Vegas? That's what my gut's telling me. Uh, I really, I feel that I think that Patrick Mahomes uh, needs, if somebody needs to slay the dragon, I just haven't seen it yet. So I, I can't, I can't put my money where my mouth is uh, that Lamar's going to get this done. Although I have tremendous respect for Lamar Jackson and how he's playing football. He looked fantastic in that second half against the Texans. All right, Mike, quick uh, 10 second. Are you pro or anti junior mint? Oh, I love junior mints. Fantastic. There you go. Well, I like it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my man, JVT. Hey, Mike, always appreciate it. Great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, you guys have a great one. Hey, there he is. Mike Sanford, longtime offensive coordinator. Lions and Chiefs. He thinks the dogs will be barking this weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't already, what are you doing? Check out the new VSIN.com. It's got great write ups. Talked about Mike Samich's breakdown of championship weekend. Couple best bets already there from Mr. Samich. Front and center, we've got Aussie Open breakdown. Best bets from Zachary Cohen. And we've got an NBA report as well. 
every day. Great new stuff. Steve Mackinnon, a breakdown there. Best home court advantages in college basketball. So head on over, vcin.com today. You know who doesn't have a good home court? Georgetown. Uh, they are getting smashed. Good job, Tim. Good pick. Um, probably uh, should have seen that one coming. And uh, we went ahead and turned that game off. One of our many televisions here. Yeah, we're good. We don't need to see any more of that pain. We decided to put on a upset alert. Kentucky on the ropes down in Columbia, South Carolina. The Gamecocks leading 42 to 38 as uh, South Carolina was catching five and a half. Clearly the wrong home dog is the one that I backed. Uh, I'll say this. Another popular play today was the Oklahoma Sooners laying. I think this game got bet up to four and a half. The Sooners right now down five. It did just hit a three. So we will see uh, as Texas uh, leading that one as a four and a half point underdog wisconsin was uh, not a very popular play this thing got bet down in favor of minnesota to two and a half and right now the badgers uh lead by two so right there on the number still to come a couple other games uh by the way producer britain's uh nebraska corn huskers battling with ohio state 46 43 very popular play there as nebraska got bet up to at some shops as high as a four point favorite jvt we've been hitting on a lot of nba so far today we're gonna circle back here to the nfl in just a moment but uh from a college standpoint um how have you been so far how much do you attack college hoops because you're the nba guy here Mm -hmm. but you also know the mountain west very well west coast conference another conference you keep a close eye on by the way san francisco wasn't the right side on saturday night uh, no. much to my chagrin uh st mary's maybe getting hot at the right time so how have you been attacking college hoops so far this year uh, it's been betting just two conferences man it's been mountain west it's been west coast conference with a pretty strong focus on the mountain west uh, because uh, I haven't really been watching a ton of all these other ones. I want to get up to this and, and get up to stuff that you can go by a lot of numbers and, and write and you can form, I, I think, um, some pretty good handicaps based on scheduling spots and statistics. Yep. But for me, I want to be familiar with some of these teams. And, and in the Mountain West, either, these are the teams that I am most familiar with. The West Coast Conference, the same as I write our preseason guide. So I've really been sticking to these two conferences and watching more of some of these other conferences that I have not been able to get a read on here just to get ready for, of course, the moment when the market is tightest, March Madness, coming up later, right? <laughs> Today in the Mountain West, a conference that I have uh, been betting a lot to, but really some big spreads. Uh, I'll, get, I'll, I'll throw one to you. Um, what do we make of Boise State tonight? Boise State going on the road to Fresno State. I would say if you lump UNLV into the upper echelon of uh, the conference, right. kind of got a seven hunk of seven teams six borderline tournament teams and then kind of everybody else fresno state would fall into the everybody else category jvt but this is a an interesting spot today no doubt uh because boise state's been playing some good basketball lately they're coming off of a win uh over san diego state this weekend is this a sell high opportunity for boise coming off of a huge win over the weekend at home against san diego state yeah i think spot wise everything would scream to you fresno state right the, the bulldogs have not played particularly well but you mentioned situationally what, what boise state's coming off of and just look at the run 
that Boise State's been on in terms of the competition since conference play has started. You pull the upset over Colorado State, you get a solid win over Nevada, you lose a tough one in you know, UNLV, and then you bounce back a few days later to upset San Diego State on Saturday. And now you have to come back, go on the road to Fresno State, sleep a little arena where, look, the Bulldogs have not been playing well at all. You look at these recent results, and you're talking about some results which we getting smoked. Got smoked by San Diego State, got rolled by Nevada, was competitive against Wyoming. Like these are team, these are results that are really lopsided. But for Boise State, situationally, coming off of a big home win, to go on the road to play Fresno State at the market high at this point right now after getting a win like that, I think everything would scream to you Bulldogs. Because the Bulldogs, given how poorly and look, they're not, I don't think they're very good, and I don't think they're particularly well coached. There are some things you still like about this team overall. They do have good guard play that I think you could take advantage of in certain spots, namely Isaiah Hill has been playing particularly well. Got a big minutes load on him, too. He's played 37 minutes back-to-back games. But I think you're going to be ready to go here to, to face a team like Boise State in a little bit of a letdown spot on the road. All right, let me give you one more because um, the market has started to come out here, and this is a pretty interesting spot. What about tomorrow? Nevada has lost three in a row after really getting off to a, a great start. They're going to be taking on Colorado State. Uh, at home and uh, I don't what is the I'm pulling up the the market right now I believe they're a slight I'm looking at two and a half in favor of Nevada yeah we could get a two out there if you like uh, if you like the wolf pack with a space seems like a really good spot to back Nevada coming yep. off three straight losses Colorado State uh, a really they didn't get the cover but Ridiculous did get the win on, on Friday night uh, yeah to come back yep. at home great atmosphere um, so I, it feels like this is a good spot to 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 grab Steve Alfred squatted a buy low opportunity. I, I would agree. And we're also, we've already seen signs of Colorado State here that they are overvalued by the betting market. They failed to cover their last four games, including, we talked about this on Friday, like they were upwards of seven and a half point favorites against UNLV and the Rebels were uh, leading pretty much throughout that entire game. You end up coming back in that one. Isaiah Stevens absolutely brilliant in that game as usually is, but we've seen this defense start to take a couple of steps back in conference play. But in reality, Tim, it's more about the market indicators. This team is just two and six against the spread in their last eight games that have been hung. They had some like CSU Pueblo and like Adam State's games in there that weren't really hung nationwide. But <laughs> like in the games that were up, they've only covered two out of the last eight contests. And that's, I think, a problem when you're talking about where you're at as a team from a power rating standpoint. You're a little too high. And then you mentioned it. Going on the road, taking on Nevada. Nevada is in a desperate dog situation because it's been bad. Not only have they lost three straight, they have failed to cover their last four. So that market rating has kind of been slipping. But this is telling you something, at the very least, from a power rating standpoint, to go out there and put two and a half even with Nevada at home against Colorado State team that was just laying seven and a half at home against a similarly rated opponent in UNLV I think it's telling you this is a pretty good spot to come in here and back the Wolfpack here situationally written let's go ahead and put that in the old picks file Nevada minus two tomorrow yeah. uh, you can get it at Caesars uh, right now uh, market two and a half at DraftKings usually I would look for for money line prices but here's the thing overnights as we all know uh, don't really exist overnight so uh, we're gonna go Wolfpack with the space tomorrow night because man if you lose that game Steve Alford squad who started 15 and one yep. JVT you're going to the pit on Sunday to take on New Mexico where you're going to be six, seven point underdog. That's be a pretty brutal spot there for Nevada. So uh, I think desperation wise, situationally, really good spot, uh, no doubt. And, and as you alluded to, this Colorado State team got a big win, bounced back, didn't cover and uh, needed overtime to beat Air Force. So uh, we will go Nevada tomorrow, uh, tomorrow as well. Real quickly, because I, I do want to get some thoughts uh, from uh, from the NFL side here before we hit a break. 
Um, you, you mentioned the West Coast Conference. Is it St. Mary's and everybody else? I really thought the Dons had a spot. San Francisco on Saturday market agreed. They went off as a favorite. Yeah. They got smashed by St. Mary's. Uh, that was a dif- disappointing effort because I, I took some St. Francisco on Saturday night and they never really had a shot. And it almost feels like JVT, St. Mary's is getting to where we expected them to be preseason because this is a team that was pretty disappointing early on in the year. And now they're they're really picking it up 5-0 and in conference and uh, they've been beating up teams pretty good. Yeah, I think so. But I And this is the tough because they played each other a couple weeks back. But I want to say, like, I like a lot what Santa Clara is doing, right? Overall, big picture. The Broncos got a lot going on. But Terrible you, spot when they play at St. Mary's. And exactly. And so now you get a little bit of a revenge spot. The, the troubling part, though, is I believe their rematch is on the road for for Santa Clara, right? They yeah. played St. Mary's at home. Now you got you got to go on the road and take them on. However, what, what I will say, yeah. it's next week. Yep. You're going to be catching double digits. Yep. So you're going to be able to get Santa Clara at a pretty low price. So to the question of, is it like St. Mary's and everybody else? I do think that if you're if you're looking at somebody else in this whole thing, yes, Gonzaga would, you know, has the win equity. I love a I love what Santa Clara is doing here. And I love the makeup of this team, especially up front. All right. Uh, Doug Ellen, creator of Entourage, is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Little uh, news and notes from the NFL today. Brian Johnson and the Eagles parted ways, so it looks like the Eagles will be needing a new offensive. Well, actually, they will be. It won't look. Doesn't look like it. New new offensive and defensive coordinator. Brian Johnson was a guy JVT that was looking to get head coaching consideration, and now he's out of a job yep. in Philadelphia. Yeah, it looks like. Look, I think. We're probably seeing the writing on the wall and that this is, we'll call it a big year for Nick Sirianni because you lose both your coordinators, everything kind of falls apart. And I do think that they their defense did go through a lot of transition that we don't give it enough credit for, right? They lost five defensive starters. Having said that, your offense also wasn't the same. You better get this right. Because if you lose both your coordinators, everything falls to pieces, you fire both the new ones, and now you're gonna revamp the staff again. If everything goes south once more next year, there's only one more person left to blame. Yeah. There's uh, no doubt about that. That's JVT. I'm Tim Murray. Doug Ellen, creator of Entourage, will join us on the other side. Get his thoughts on the upcoming championship games. Come on back. It is V-CIN primetime. in primetime with Tim Murray on VSEN, the sports betting network. Put the VSEN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSEN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VSEN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for only $199. Just use the promo code PRIME. Get access to everything on our brand new vsin.com website, plus our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which vsin expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, and 24-7 video access. Plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember, use the promo code PRIME Get your first year of VSIN Pro Access for only 199 bucks. That promo code is Prime. Prime. Sign up today, VSIN.com slash subscribe. Hey, that's JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel. I'm Tim Murray. The South Carolina Gamecocks as five and a half point home dogs leading Kentucky 
by 15 right now. They are putting it on Big Blue Nation. We'll see if uh, South Carolina can hold on to this lead here. Lamont Paris's squad uh, came into this game 15 and 3. Uh, and ranked 63rd in the old Ken Palm rating. So uh, upset a Bruin there in uh, in Columbia, South Carolina. Producer Britton is uh, excited that his Nebraska Cornhuskers have a 62-49 to 49 lead right now over Ohio State. That was a game that had bet up as high as four in favor of the Cornhuskers. Seemed like a good situational spot uh, there for the Buckeyes uh, to take on, or excuse me, for the Corn, excuse me, to take on the Ohio State Buckeyes. How about Duke struggling a little bit, coming off the loss this weekend to Pitt at home, Mm. only up six against the uh, hapless Louisville Cardinals, and uh, maybe an upset Bruin in Norman as Texas, who went off as a four-point underdog, currently leads 55-52, to but still a lot of basketball to be played in that one. Good turnaround for Texas, too, by the way. We won't lose three out of four, beat Baylor. Now you're here. Good friend. Oh, you know, make sure you don't just don't do the horns down. Oh, the meanies. You can't do that. Yeah, don't don't do the horns down. Rodney Terry's going to fight you. Even though since he uh, cried about the horns down, they did beat Baylor and might might not beat Oklahoma. (laughs) Good win. Just don't do this. Gets people upset. All right. Doug Ellen joins us right now. The creator and producer of uh, Entourage. Doug, is it? Like a Hollywood script that Patrick Mahomes is here yet again. We keep counting him out, and he keeps figuring out ways to uh, to get a victory. And the Chiefs, for a sixth consecutive year, are in the AFC Championship game. I mean, it's a bad script. I, I don't know. They, they, <laughs> it was, they did everything they could to lose that game, and uh, I don't know. Depressing. I got to be honest. I'm not a, a Bills fan, but I really wanted them to win and to see the Chiefs fumble on the one into the end zone, and then the guy not fall on the ball on the fumble, and, and the Bills still couldn't win it. It's and I feel bad for Josh Allen, and they're, and they're coming after him like he did something. He played great. So it's uh, frustrating. Why, why are you pro Josh Allen, anti Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? I'm not. I love Patrick Mahomes, but enough. I mean, give me a break. It's like, how much can they get? And Kelsey and watching him and Taylor, who I'm a Taylor fan too. I just, the Bills needed it. Bills, Detroit would have been something special. The two cities that really needed it. And Goff and Josh Allen played great. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, what does he need? I don't know. I just, I feel bad that Josh Allen has to walk around and people go, oh, he can't. Patrick Mahomes. He did everything he could. He got guys dropping balls and, and, and stupid fake punt calls. It's just frustrating. <laughs> Doug Allen joining us here on Vison Prime. So, does that mean you're laying it with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens now out to a four point favorite, Doug? Does Baltimore slay the dragon that apparently can't be beat in the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, it's so stupid to bet against Kansas City at this point, but I do think Baltimore is going to win. But what do I know? I picked I picked the Niners Bills four months ago in the Super Bowl. I, I thought it was all coming to exactly where it is. Now I'm not sure because Goff looks unbelievable. I could see him having a great game and them winning that game now, especially if Steve not playing. So um, I, I give up on anything, but I will be betting on Baltimore. Oh, you think they're so let me ask you this. If you're going to bet on them, do you think that if they move on to the Super Bowl, is this a Super Bowl level team? Is this the team that ultimately hoists a Lombardi trophy? 
I, I mean, again, I thought San Fran was the best team by far for the last four months, except that skid. Uh, but right now, Lamar, uh, it wasn't a great game last week for Baltimore at all. But I, I think, yeah, I would probably go with them right now if I had to pick one. All right, Doug, someone who has a, a creative mind like yourself, unlike me, when you see Jason Kelsey and him shirtless with the Bills fans drinking, was that a normal size beer in his hand? Because so. it looked really <laughs> tiny. Um, <laughs> do you think? Let me let me ask you this: as someone who had countless athletes as part of your show, you think Jason? You think the Kelsey brothers would have would have done a, a good job in cameo roles on Entourage? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you cannot like those guys. I mean, uh, you know, they're winning at everything. So God bless. And, uh, you know, it was cool when he picked that kid up. So I think they'd be great. He's, he's awesome. I mean, everything about him is just cool. I would think from a professional standpoint, Doug, because we're, we're getting rumors that maybe Kelsey and his brother, obviously the retirement, it, would you, I don't I want to say advise, but would you take the tact if you were in their position to retire maybe from your NFL careers a little bit early to, to pounce on the fame that is now starting to burgeon for them? I mean, I'm the wrong guy to ask because I love NFL football, but you couldn't pay me enough money to play that sport. So I would always say retire as soon as you have enough money and something else to do. So I'm, I'm the wrong guy to ask. Yeah, I think they've done it all. And Kelsey having that great game. And if you can do two more, yes, I would you know, definitely say that it's time to go. All right. You said my script would be it's bad because the Chiefs, they just win all the time. The Lions don't. And we sit here at Circus Sports uh, in Vegas. It is a, a casino that is owned by a, a Detroit native. Flew a bunch of folks out there. They were taking it all in. They were celebrating. Do the Lions, now this would be a fun one, to come to Vegas. Do they get it done on Sunday against San Francisco? They're a seven-point underdog, Doug, against San Francisco. I'll tell you, you know, it's it's – I don't know if it's cost Detroit and I just have this feeling, Oh, they're always going to lose because watching Goff in the fourth quarter of that game, it was like Belichick Brady. I mean, Campbell is not afraid of anything. They kept throwing and throwing and throwing when most people would have run, he's hitting everybody and they look great, but San Fran defense is, is really good. So um, I think San Fran is going to win. Unfortunately, who's the better story, the Mr. Irrelevant quarterback, Brock Purdy or Jared Goff in the lions. The Lions are the story. I mean, every I think most normal people want to see the Lions win who aren't fans of either team. Um, I mean, Detroit deserves it. Um, so I think that would be the better story. All right, Doug, uh, do we ask any Knicks questions? Have we been keeping our eyes on uh, on the Knickerbockers? Are you watching How- the game right now? I'm watching the game right now. They're, they're, they're battling the Nets, which is disgusting. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, a Rozier trade today to the Heat, it just, we can't, we just can't get anything done. I mean, I know the Lakers are going to get Bruce Brown or somebody better. I just, and I know we're not going to do anything. So um, I don't know what to say. And Joel is going to score a hundred before the season's over. So it's all, <laughs> it's all frustrating, but they're good. You know, they're good. They're, they're, they're a good team. Great. We'll, we'll make the playoffs and lose, but, um, <laughs> but they're, they're a good team. There's Julius. Nice turnaround. Oh, that's a replay. Sorry. It's halftime. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I love watching them anyway, but I would like to see one trade that puts us into real contention. Hey, hey Doug, be positive. They're going to lose in the second round. 
<laughs> probably alright Doug let me ask you this because you are a man who has uh, created a movie before um, JVT is pro junior mints we've had a couple people chime in that they like junior mints when they go to the theater is there a go to candy that you have to grab when you go to the movies I mean, I, I posted this on uh, my Instagram the other day, but I was 33% body fat on August 1st. I'm down to 18%. I eliminated, I'm, an, I'm a sick, disgusting animal when it comes to sweets, chocolate, everything else, but I've cut it almost entirely out of my life. So if you ask me today, I wouldn't eat it. But normally what I do always is popcorn and raisinets or what I did for 45 years. And I would throw them in there together and Whoa! a giant tub of it. And, uh, that was, that was my thing. And sometimes a Nestle crunch bar on the side. That's how disgusting I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Popcorn and you yeah. put it together. Oh yeah. That's great. Oh, really? really? But not oh, raisinets. Yeah. What the oh, hell? Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, congrats on the uh, the dropping of the body fat. Hopefully this doesn't, you know, relapse now that you're thinking about Junior Mints because uh, of JVT over here. Uh, Not at all. I, when I think of Junior Mints, I only think of the Seinfeld episode with Junior Mints. They're, they're very it. refreshing. <laughs> hey, Doug. Thanks, guys. Great stuff. Appreciate it as always. There he is, Doug Ellen, creator of Entourage. 49ers Chiefs would be his prediction on the Super Bowl here in Vegas. That's JVT. I'm Tim Murray. We'll wrap things up next. Our bets still to come tonight. Boy, South Carolina is putting it on. Big Blue Nation. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN, that's V S I N, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that code. 
VSIN. Wrapping things up here on VSIN Prime Time, live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Wisconsin, 13th ranked Badgers on the road, on the ropes, 57 all minute to go in that one. Minnesota has the ball. South Carolina looking to pull an upset as they lead Kentucky by 17 with under four minutes to go in Columbia. They were a five and a half point dog. Texas starting to pull away from Oklahoma under eight media timeout there. The Longhorns don't do this. Do this. Uh, they are a four. We're a four and a half point dog. They lead 65 to 54. Uh, we don't have to mention the Butler 90 to 66 victory. Uh, someone on this desk, not named Jonathan Von Tobel, bet Georgetown. That did not come home. But we believe in BYU and Oklahoma State. JVT, come on, baby. Pokes plus four and a half. Cougs plus two and a half. JVT, you're on the Nugs and a third quarter. Nuggets leading 93 to 81. Yeah, big third quarter here for the Denver Nuggets. A 39 to 19 advantage in the third frame for the Denver Nuggets. So uh solid. Solid. But there's still a whole nother quarter to play, and the NBA is a wild animal. So we will see what happens in the fourth. All right. Still to come tonight, as mentioned, uh, two of my best bets. What could go wrong? Oklahoma State holds your nose, plus four and a half, and BYU plus two and a half, both home dogs in that one. You're going to a game tonight. What do you got for me? Really quick, if you yeah. want just an NBA update, just a, just a don't look now. But 728 left to go in the second. Oklahoma City Thunder were about a 13-point favorite, only up by two over the lowly Portland Trailblazers. So just a little in-game? It uh, might be. I mean, right now it's a 46-44 game in OKC. I'll say this. It's kind of a weird, sleepy part of the schedule for them. They just came off of a big win. Comeback win over Minnesota over the weekend, which they should have lost, but Minnesota blew it. And now you get this weird part of your schedule. You're home versus Portland. Then you get San Antonio next. Kind of one of those stretches where you can kind of sleepwalk through the next two, and they're back-to-back. So you don't really know what the focus is going to be for a young team in these situations. So maybe a little second-half action here for uh, the OKC Thunder if they're going to be only up by two at the break. All right, still to come tonight jvt lakers clippers no lebron lakers catching nine and a half clippers as you know but our listeners may not know clippers 11 and 3 ats in the last 14 games against the lakers last time they played the lakers won this game lebron dunked over zubats any play on this one for you? Clippers laying nine and a half total, 234. Now, this is right where I made it. I made it just over 10. So I think like this is where it should be, especially with no LeBron James. Um, you know, I, I think that there's probably a, like you could probably look maybe toward the Clippers to go over their team total tonight. You know, they're a very good three-point shooting team. They'll have the advantage in that regard. I, I think the worry is that without LeBron James, the Lakers do play really slow. Like they're, I talked about this on the pod today, but like their half, their transition frequency overall dips to about like the third percentile or something like that. Transition frequency off live rebounds really dips because, you know, Anthony Davis is your primary player there. And so you really want to set him up via pick and roll, ISO him on the block, all sorts of things. And those are possessions that tend to really bog it down. So 234, at this point right now, it kind of seems like a high total without LeBron James out there. And I think if you're betting that over, you're banking on the Clippers to really put do a lot of the heavy lifting. And if that's going to be the case, I think I'd rather go team total over for the Los Angeles Clippers, floating around the range of 120 and a half, than I would be game over. But sidewise, right where I made it. So hot start for the Lakers, in-game opportunity potentially for the Clippers. All right. Um, By the way, the Clippers 19 and four since the start of December. Lead the league in offensive rating. Lead the league in shooting. Look out. All right. JVT. Lead the league in offensive rating. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, 
Do we bet on or against the Milwaukee Bucks laying seven <laughs> after they fired Adrian Griffin? Do we get the, uh, the old fired coach bounce in this one? I think it might. I mean, so we'll take, well, let's go to football really quickly, yeah. right? The Raiders hated Josh McDaniels. That is correct. And they at least really put forth some good efforts afterwards. And look, they played the two New York teams, the two New York stink, uh, two uh, New York teams stink. But I think at the very least, when you're talking about this first game without Adrian Griffin, you'd assume at full strength and a sneaky revenge spot, Tim. Last week, Giannis Antetokounmpo was a late scratch on a Thursday here against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They were on the road to Cleveland. They were laying four. Giannis a late scratch. Cleveland goes out there and just pastes them. Uh, ended up winning by around 30 points or so. So a sneaky little revenge spot with a new guy on the sideline with all of the focus on you as a team being like, hey, look, like you have been underperforming. You got a guy fired. Regardless of how you feel right now, the perception of you is at an all-time low this would be a good spot to come in after two kind of they shouldn't have been but somewhat tough games against the Detroit Pistons at home against a team that wiped the floor with you the other day after two days of rest I think you're probably in a pretty good spot to come in and get a pretty solid win all right um I should say day of rest excuse me not two days rest by the way if you want another uh, ugly dog tomorrow uh, we're gonna bet Notre Dame yeah, that's going to be painful. Maybe it's not as painful as Georgetown, uh, but we're on Nevada and Notre Dame. Those are going to be uh, two, two looks. Since you said you weren't going to mention Georgetown, you mentioned them three times. Yeah. They only lost by, tw- hold on, carry the, tw- 24. 24. I don't know. Oh, you mentioned it too. I will note this. Uh, I'm going to bet you it'll be tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna lay eleven with you and LV tonight against Air Force. I'll be out there today. Uh, check out the uh, the festivities, if you will. All 500 people watching them at the Thomas and Mack Center. Um, <laughs> but I think this is a good spot where, like, right now you mentioned kind of the, the gap that's forming between like the top seven teams in the Mountain West, right, and then every uh, everybody else below them. And you and LV just went through a three game stretch that they kind of showed that hey, look, like we are competitive with these teams. You, you should have won against Utah State. You led Boise State wire to wire. You blew it against Colorado State. These are the teams that are the powers of the respective conference. And these are teams that have clearly shown that they're better than a team like Air Force. You have a size advantage. You have a low post advantage. You have an advantage at guard. You're a good defensive team that is switchable against a Princeton style of offense. And you should have the motivation here to really kind of put the screws to this team and win by margin tonight. So UNLV minus 11. I, I disagree with the line move. I think we opened 12 on the overnight. We're down to 11. I think UNLV is the side, so I'll be at the game today checking that out. But I think that is a side, and that's a, a side I will bet tonight. UNLV, I'll tell you what, uh, certainly post-football as we get more ingrained in, in college basketball, uh, that's a team, as we've seen, they're going to be a pain in the butt. And uh, that is going to be quite the conference tournament uh, when it gets going yeah, in man. late March. Looking forward very much Literally, to Literally, I think any one of what, six teams could seven? win that thing. Seven teams. Yeah. UNLV would be the seventh yep. um, in that one. All right, final thoughts on where we stand right now, championship weekend. Right now at this very moment, DraftKings three and a half minus ten. Fours out there, including at Circa for Baltimore against Kansas City. JVT, are you looking right now at the dog? What's your mentality? AFC Championship game, three o'clock Eastern kick time uh, there in Baltimore. Hart, uh, Hart says that it's the Chiefs. I will be making a bet on the Ravens money line. I want to see how cheap it gets because I do have this Kansas City Super Bowl future. Uh, so take a little piece out of it. But I, my heart says Chiefs my brain actually says if you want the real logical breakdown 
I actually kind of think the Ravens should come in here and win by margin. Like this is, if you look at the breakdown and where the Ravens are strong and where the Mahomes-led Chiefs are weak, this should be a matchup that Baltimore really does have, like, right, a really lay, a big leg up on yeah. if you look at everything. So uh, I know I was all over the place, but the actual bet will be Ravens' money line, but I do think that the Ravens will probably now, win Now, is it Ravens? Let me ask you this, because I, I'm looking... <sighs> I'm surprised that the money line's gotten away from us. Maybe it'll start going back down yeah. as we get closer to the weekend. I'm looking the same way, but you have a position on the Chiefs. Is it Ravens money line because of hedge or Ravens money line because you think that's the right side? I own oh, Ravens money line because it's a hedge. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking. <sighs> I'm looking for Ravens, uh, by the way, very much spread implications going on right now in Minnesota as Wisconsin just fouled Minnesota with four seconds to go mm -hmm. so they wouldn't hit a three. It is now a two-point game. That game went off, I believe, two and a half. So uh, very much spread implications as uh, Minnesota missed on purpose and uh, the game is over. Wisconsin wins by two and the Gophers get the cover. Good job, Minnesota. They got the cover there in that one. All right. Uh, and then finally, you'll be back on Friday, so we have to do final bets here. But looking to back Detroit as a seven-point underdog? Yes. Yes. I think really I feel strong. We didn't really talk too much about it. We did a lot of side stuff today. Yeah. I feel stronger about the total and in that one, but I think, dude, from a side perspective, it correlates with the total, which is uh, under on the game and then the dog on the side. All right. That's going to do it for our show. Still to come tonight. UNLV minus 11, Oklahoma State plus four and a half, BYU plus two and a half. Let's finish the job, Nuggets. And uh, we're taking Nevada tomorrow. All right, Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, they are up next. Thanks to Raheem Palmer, Glenn Clark, Mike Sanford, and Doug Ellen. This has been VSIN Primetime. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.